I know we're normally expecting a message right now and make no mistake, you're gonna hear a message right now. It's gonna sound a little bit differently though. Uh, if you think of the Old Testament, if you think of the New Testament, one of the things that God had his people constantly do was erect memorials and, and read the Chronicles, right? Like record these acts, read them aloud so that you can learn from the family of God. You can learn from who's gone before. And so this morning, um, we're going to spend some time talking about truly some of my favorite people on this planet. And we're going to, we are going to hold them up as, you know, when I think of James and Cassie, um, and I want you guys to hear this, when I, when I think of James and Cassie, I think of when Paul wrote, imitate me as I imitate Christ. And one of the biggest blessings for you all is that over these years that they've been here, we have had a husband and a wife, we have had faithful servants who I feel like the leadership can point to and say, imitate James and Cassie, because they are imitating Christ. Um, we first met James and Cassie when they first started coming here. Then he and I got to serve as deacons together in our first year ever as deacons. Then I got to transition to the elder board and come alongside him as staff, me as elder. Then we got to work together as staff. And uh, man, I, I could take this whole time and just, just talk about these two. Um, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you guys, and I want you to hear, what I told Dennis, Dennis from the district office asked me when, when this was happening, when he was starting to interview with Shelby, you know, Dennis asked, how do you feel about this? What's, what's going through your mind? And I said, Dennis, I want you to know two things. There is no couple I trust more to make a decision that will honor God in this than James and Cassie, because these are two people who they want nothing more than God's will. And I said, so I, I trust them and respect them more than just about anyone in this world. And then I also told Dennis, if I was ever called out of ministry, if we were ever called out of ministry and we weren't serving as pastor at a church and I was looking for a church, if I was in the area, I would want to be under their leadership. Um, this, this is a special couple. And the beautiful thing in, in God's graciousness and gentleness, and Mike, if you want to come up, I promise I'm getting ready to give it to you. Um, God is so gracious and gentle and that he's allowing them to stay in our area so that we can continue to partner with them and, and live with them. Um, but right now, we're just we're going to have a couple different people share and so that we all, again, don't make a mistake. This is still a message. You are going to hear testimony of who God has made James and Cassie to be and how we've had the opportunity to learn from them. All right, thanks. First off, Cassie, don't look at me. Look that way. Because if I see you cry, I'll lose it. I don't like that, I'm trying to do the Chuck Norris thing. Okay. Uh, so first off, um, I don't do well with planning things. Ask my wife, she'll tell you. So I, I'm more of a winging kind of guy. I did write a few things down that I wanted to share. You can, you can look at me, I'm, I'm kidding, okay? Um, so the first thing I do want to share is for you, Cassie. Um, when, when Sam asked me to do this, I'm like, you got five minutes is what he told me. I'm like, okay, how am I gonna fill five minutes? And then it didn't take long, I'm like, how is that enough time? I, I'm, I'm, we could be here all day, so. Um, so I, I did find a few things. I, I prayed and um, just said, God, just show me, show me what I can share and um, what you want them to hear. So Cassie, this is for you, okay? Um, when I think of Cassie, this is what I think of. Proverbs 16, 24. It says, pleasant words are like a honeycomb, sweetness to the soul and health to the bones. On your worst day, which I've never even seen because I would, you would never know. I mean, you come in here, yeah, and you're just, you're genuine, you're real, you're honest. And you're just lovely. I mean, I don't know how, I don't know how else to describe it. Um, just your personality and what, what God has made in you. Um, you are very much where you need to be. 
And that is gonna benefit so many people. It already has benefited so many people, but it's gonna benefit so many more. And uh, James, for you, you married up, man. I mean, well, I'm just gonna put it, you, you are blessed, my friend. So, but, but please, and always continue to do that. If there's one thing that I can't stand in life, it's, it's fake. And uh, too many times as Christian people, we do that. And I'm not gonna lie to you, I'm guilty of it. I have been guilty of it. Don't do that. We got plenty of fake stuff out there. We, don't, we need the genuine and the real, and that is you. So please always keep doing that, okay? Um, and now for you, my friend. Um, in the words of the great philosopher, John Michael Montgomery, life's a dance, you learn as you go. Sometimes you lead and sometimes you follow. Uh, don't worry about what you don't know. I'm going to change a little bit because God's got it. Just go, okay? So if anybody listens to 90s country, which James has, and uh, I just want to get a little rise out of you for that, but um, I know this isn't what you thought was going to happen. And uh, so before I get to that, let me, let me start with this. Um, the two of you together, when, when I think of you, um, this is the very first verse that came to my mind. It's Proverbs 22.1. It says, a good name is to be chosen rather than great riches loving favor rather than silver and gold. And when you first came here, um, I have a, a friend that I work with who was in the Alliance and knew you guys, and um, just on and on about how wonderful and how great they are and how we were just blessed and fortunate. And um, he was absolutely right. I mean, every single word of what he said is true, and I've seen that play out. And uh, we all know it's God working through us, but we have to be willing to do that. And the two of you are way more than willing and uh so you and you can just see it it just flows out of you so always remember that um a good name is to be chosen rather than great riches and, and you have that so just pray that god will continue to help you with that and strengthen you to walk in that way um so second thing after that proverbs 16 9 in his heart a man plans his ways but the lord directs his steps and my memory's not as good as it used to be, but correct me if I'm wrong, we had a conversation in the parking lot not that long ago when you told me, James, like, you were planning on staying here. You guys came and thought, hey, we're going to be here as long as, for, for a long time. And uh, God's got different plans. But I am, I am excited for you. I'm saddened to see you go, but I'm grateful that you're close. And you are family no matter where you go. We will love you no matter where you're at. And you can always call. And I I don't want to speak for everybody, but I'm pretty sure I can in this case. I think if anybody, if you needed any one of us at any point in time, you just call. So, and if I can't come, I'll send Sam, okay? So, yes, yeah. So, please always know that, okay? Just because you're not here, we're still family, and you still have us if you need us. And thankfully, again, you're right down the road, and um, so please remember that. Uh, thirdly, Ah, Proverbs 27 says, a righteous man walks in his integrity, his children are blessed after him. So when I, when I think of you, James, that's what I think of. Um, and your children are blessed, <clears throat> and spunky, and ornery, and wonderful, and all those things. And so just remember that as you walk in this, in this new phase of life, um, <clears throat> a righteous man always walks in his integrity. Integrity is something this world just doesn't have a lot of, and we, we need it desperately. And so please continue to do that. Please pray every day that God will give you the strength to walk in your integrity. And then lastly, um, 1 Corinthians 16, 13. Um, this is for you as you go. It says, be on your guard, stand firm in the faith, and be men of courage and be strong. So um, <clears throat> always do that. Um, just be who you are. Be who God made you to be. And if there's one thing I've learned out of my life that I can pass on to you, it's usually not the right thing to do. It's usually what not to do. So I can tell you what not to do. When, when, the, when the hard times hit, don't run away. Run to him, 
okay? No matter what it is, <clears throat> no matter how hard it is, that is the first place you go, on your knees to the Lord in prayer, okay? And then when you, when, excuse me, stop looking at me, Cassie, stop. When you need us, we'll always be there for you as well. But always run to him, no matter what you do, no matter what the circumstances are, run to him first. Um, so, did I get five? Whew. All right, and I didn't cry. I didn't have to turn around either. It was, yeah, so, um, I don't know what else to say other than, I just, I love you guys. I really do. And I genuinely mean that. You are some of the most genuine people that I've ever met in my life. And I am very grateful and blessed to call you brother and sister and, and know you. So, um, and again, and I truly mean that. If you ever need anything, please do not hesitate to call, okay? So, with that said, I love you guys. And... Same rules apply. If you cry, I will lose it up here. Man, what a blessing that James and Cassie has been to this church. I mean, not only to the youth, but to just everybody in this room. Um, this is a little bit older crowd than I'm used to. Uh, um, first of all, Maria's not here. Um, she served alongside us as well with the youth group. Uh, she's at home with the kids. They have a little bit of a cold. Um, but the first thing that we want to do is just thank you guys for bringing us along on the journey of serving with you guys in the youth group. It's been so much fun. And just uh, every week we got to experience uh, just the genuine love and dedication that Cassie and James had for uh, Community Bible and the youth group. And it was just awesome to watch. Um, every week Cassie would just purposefully and intentionally engage with each kid. Like they'd walk in, she's like, hey, how are you? What, what's going on in school? What's on with your life? How's sports? You know, and then and then James was always involved, too, with, like, when we're playing activities and he was encouraging the kids, maybe some smack talk every once in a while. Um, and then just the heart that he put into everything, you know, planning retreats and just week. He had a message every week, and you could just see the impact that they both had on, you know, growing the kids' faith and encouraging them to continuously pray and to continuously read their Bible. Um, not only did we get to experience their love for the youth, but also just their friendship. Uh, they welcomed us into their home on several occasions to hang out, have dirt bike, or have dinner and ride dirt bikes, excuse me. Um, we look forward to your continuous friendship and walking through the same stage of life with you guys. Um, we're gonna definitely miss seeing you guys every week, but we're very excited for you guys as you move into your role as the lead pastor at Shelby Alliance, and we love you guys. <clears throat> So even though it's been weeks since the women's retreat, I'm still just so encouraged because it deepened my relationship with the Lord. Um, I grew in fellowship with other women, and it was just the perfect little getaway. Um, Cassie did an amazing job facilitating um, the three sessions at the retreat that focused on our identity in Christ. I love all the truths that I continue to look through as she spoke on. Um, the last session was um, particularly on um, weapons that we can walk um, victoriously and courageously. And one way that God speaks to me is through um, worship music. And a song that kept coming to mind and coming on the radio is called um, Battle Belongs by Phil Wickham. And there's three um, just uh, particular phrases that stuck out to me in the first verse and it says in verse one here 
is when all I see is a battle, you see my victory. And at the retreat, Cassie spoke about um, we are in a battle constantly, but we are on his winning team and that we've already won. And in the second part, it says, when I fight, I'll fight on my knees with my hands lifted high. And I love what Mike said too, just like that's exactly what we should be doing. And um, Esther did a devotional about this, and I love this picture and just a great example about how we should be as Christians. Um, And then the third part was, oh God, the battle belongs to you. And what just a great reminder that God has won the battle. And then I just happened to Google like where the inspiration came from, from uh, Phil Whitcomb that wrote it. And it had to do with Second Chronicles um, 20. And it was just um, exactly the battle that Cassie had talked about at the retreat. And it was just awesome to see how God had connected all that. And if you haven't read Second Chronicles, I really encourage you to do so. Um, and the retreat was just exactly what I needed. I thank all the women who had planned that weekend. Throughout the year, I've just also been encouraged by the Moms Prayer Group. Um, They were the first uh, Wednesday of the month, and there's just something about being together with women and praying. We laughed together, we cried, um, and we just encouraged one another. It strengthened our friendships as mothers, um, just to share personal testimonies throughout our weeks. I thank Cassie for the role of leading it And I know that was a sacrifice for her to do. Um, So since uh, the Mother Prayer Night will not be meeting until the fall, I do encourage you to look on Facebook at our CBC um, Praying Moms because it's just a great community to be with uh, women and just praying for each other. This winter, um, Cassie invited me to attend the Elijah Bible Study, which was great. Um, I love just Cassie's heart. She knew that child care may be an issue for me with Tyler coaching, and that was the push I needed. She offered um, to have James come to the church to watch my kids since um, they may be bringing Josiah or or Reagan. But, um, so I just, I seen that in Cassie that she, uh, even though they've been serving in ministry for a while together, God was preparing her to be the lead uh, pastor's wife, to see that need and is willing to help. There's so many characteristics that I could brag about Cassie and her relationship with the Lord. The three that come to mind is intentional, prayerful, and an encourager. I love that she shared she's always in constant conversation with God, and I just pray that I can be like that. It is a sad day today (laughs) to see them leave, and I'm hopeful that these two churches just can have an opportunity to connect together, and I thank James and Cassie, and I will be praying just as a transition for you two and your kiddos. I uh, just thank God that this is a see you later, not a goodbye. So I am also not going to be looking at you guys. Um, so I mean every word I'm saying, I'm just not going to look at you. Um, I'm supposed to be talking about Cassie, but I had to bring up both of them. Um, you guys just mean so much to me. And um, 
they always made sure to be a part of like all my like events in high school, like my tennis matches, um, all of my theater productions. I don't know how you guys made it through them. They're like three hours long. Um, and then all like the singing competitions and stuff. Um, and for James, I'm never gonna forget the meaningful letter of recommendation that you wrote for my scholarships. That meant the world to me. Um, it's just changed my life completely. Um, and uh, also for James as well. Um, I'm gonna, sorry. <laughs> um, during youth group, there was a time that um, I led worship for them and stuff, and there was a time that I needed a cajon player to play the box drum, and James offered. He said, I haven't played in years, and he did it, and it was just really fun. It was amazing. Um, it just made everything so much better. And I'm never going to forget all the times that we talked about The Office and all the weird nerdy things that you like. Um, I didn't always understand all of them, but I really enjoyed listening to that. <laughs> um, so thank you for all those fun times. Um, and for Cassie, um, when I joined the Bible study this year, um, I was kind of expecting to see some sort of difference like between youth group and like Bible study Cassie, but there, there just wasn't. Like she's just so always like energetic and just so loving and like she just has such a heart for God and she's just always on fire. And it's not just like a thing that she does just for youth group to make us excited. It's just who she is and that's just so awesome. Um, so the other things I have is that um, you're an amazing mom, obviously. Um, I love your kids. You guys have just raised two amazing kids. And um, I've always like told people that I want to, like I want my life, my, my future family to look like James and Cassie. Like you are the people that I look up to. You're who I want to be when I grow up. And you're just the best like role models. And I just love you guys. And I'm so excited to see what God has for you. Right. Well, she's more prepared than I was. So, <laughs> um, my youth group journey started not when I came to the church, because for about two years, James was just trying to convince me to actually come. So every Sunday morning, I'd kind of roll my eyes when I saw him, because I knew I was going to get cornered and told, hey, you should come to youth group. And I didn't want to go to youth group. I didn't really, I didn't feel like it. I was lazy, whatever. And so after two years of him cornering me every week, um, I finally decided to go. And when I got there, I saw how amazing this community that they had built was. It was an environment where people my age were learning how to grow in their faith. They were learning how to be Christians by themselves, which is by definition what a youth group should be. It should be that transition. And it was amazing, and they've given me opportunities to teach and opportunities to learn more about myself and what I want to do with my life. And yeah, like Jerrica said, I really, if I had to give an example of who I want to look like, it would be James and Cassie. They're awesome. You know, like, I was watching Cassie worship, and she's just, like, dancing. And it was amazing. <laughs> like, she's so excited. She's so on fire for God all the time. And it's so fun to watch, and I just... It's, you know, a bummer that you're not going to be here. But this is not you guys leaving. This is us sending you guys off. You know, we built you up, and you're going to go, and you're going to take Shelby Alliance Church to the next level, whatever that church 
level may be, you're going to make it a hundred times better than it is right now, and you're going to make it so much more on fire for God. And I'm so excited to see that. So thank you guys for all the persistence you've had with me, um, for all the encouragement you've given me, and I'm just so excited to see what you do next. <laughs> So when Sam asked me to say some nice things about uh, James, he said, you really need to limit it to five minutes. And I said, man, you have a really high opinion of James. Like five minutes? I think I'll be okay. And he goes, no, no, James and Cassie. And I was like, oh, okay. Time limit makes way more sense now. Uh, but in all seriousness, um, when my wife and I first came to community, it was right after we got married. Uh, and they were the first married couple friends that we had. Uh, we were really looking for friends. We were really looking for people who were just at a, a bit farther along in the stages of life than we were. And we found James and Cassie, and they were just so nice and kind and friendly. And they invited us to their house, and we got to hang out with them and kind of got to see them interact. And they've just been a, a huge blessing to us in our marriage, a huge blessing to us in our lives in, in so many different ways. Um, also working with them in youth group has been a blast like it's just it's really fun every time we go on on sundays it's just we get to hang out with a bunch of friends it's really it's a good time james is super passionate uh in everything that we do in youth group we're playing knockout a couple weeks ago and everyone else is like oh okay you know we we make the shot and we hand it to the next person you know we got some junior hires shooting behind james and he makes his shot and takes their ball and chucks it across the gym so that they get knocked out next i uh, just very passionate about everything that he does um <laughs> and but that I mean, that passion is in in sports but it's also passion in teaching the kids and helping the kids grow uh and it's just been it's been great to see it's been great to be a part of it's been great to grow with you guys uh cassie i think mike used the best word to describe you is just lovely like you're just you are a a person that every time somebody interacts with you after that interaction, they just feel better about themselves and the world around them. Like, it's just, it's wonderful to be around both of you guys. Uh, my wife and I have had a wonderful time serving with you guys. It's been great to grow in friendship with you. We're really, really excited for your guys' next steps. I mean, you guys are, you're the perfect pastor couple. Uh, just, you're so supportive of each other. You're supportive of everyone else. Uh, your personalities are different enough that you can reach different parts of the church. Uh, but similar enough that you work really well together. So we're very excited to see what happens with you guys uh, and stay in contact with you guys. Let me say again, imitate that, okay? It, I, I mean, seriously, like imitate what you just heard. The passion, the intentionality, the commitment, the kindness, the loveliness. These are two people who God has graciously allowed us to witness for the last six years in a very everyday way. Imitate that, and that will be a good thing for this church and for your life personally. And thank you, everybody. You did a great job staying within your time limits. And the reason we wanted to give you time limits is we wanted to give the most time. We wanted to give James and Cassie a chance um, to come and, and just share their hearts and, and some thoughts. So I'll invite you two up.
<laughs> um, I feel like we should have went first. This was <laughs> hard to collect myself after that. I am really at a loss for words. I was before I came into the building and even more so now. <laughs> um, we did not deserve that. <laughs> Truly and wholeheartedly all glory to the Lord because we are nothing without him. So thank you um, so much. Um, I really can't put into words all this church means to me, to us. Um, I want to tell you a little story, which I think some of you have probably heard before. But um, So James and I, before attending here, we were um, serving at North Woodbury Alliance, which is in Morrow County. And most of you probably know we live north of here. So um, it was a drive. We were definitely kind of like commuting. And um, one Sunday, we um, it was so snowy. Like I can't explain to you. The road, it was one of those where it was just like, it all hit Saturday night and Sunday morning, like the roads had not been cleared and it was very evident a few minutes into our trip that we were never gonna make the church service on time. Um, like miss enough of it that it was like, I think we should just like turn back. And James had mentioned that he had been listening to um, Pastor Dan. Um, like he had heard some of his sermons and he knew that um, Pastor Dan had previously served at Northwood Berry Alliance. So we kind of had that connection. We had never met him, but he was like, you know, that the church he's at is like way closer to our house. Like, why don't we just like, we can make it there on time. And so um, I was like, okay. Like I had literally like never heard of, uh, I've never met Pastor Dan. I had never been here. I don't even think I really even knew, um, like was aware of this church at all. And we came in and we were greeted kindly. And I will never forget, we sat right back over here in one of the last rows and it was kind of, um, you know, there weren't a ton of people here. Again, the roads were like terrible. Like it was, no one should have been out. Um, so there wasn't like a ton of people. Um, and I remember Pastor Dan come over and like being very intentional with greeting us as well as other people. And like at this point, like we were serving in North Woodbury, leading the youth group there, had no intentions of leaving. We loved it. And I remember being so overwhelmed with how at home I felt here. Um, even when we left that day, um, I was like, I could totally see ourselves attending that church. And we just kind of like laughed about it because like we were, again, we were serving somewhere else and, and loved it. And um, as time passed, because um, God has humor when he writes our stories, <laughs> um, we really felt like God was calling us to serve closer to our home. Um, and uh, long story short, you all know that we ended up here. But I wanted to say all of that because, um, you guys, we felt so at home here despite not knowing a single person in the building because the Holy Spirit is present here. And um, that is not going to change. <laughs> and this is just such a wonderful, special place. And I just want to encourage you um, that God has great plans for the future of Community Bible. You guys are in and awesome hands um, because your hands are surrendered to him and um, I'm so excited to continue to like partner and collaborate with you um, that is the only reason this transition is like <laughs> I that I'm doing semi okay with it because I know that this is not goodbye um, I know some people might describe our situation as us like leaving a church and um, 
may we never forget to have an eternal mindset because you guys, we are one body. We are one family. And even though the modern day church lets walls divide it so frequently, we are all on the same team, serving the same Lord, celebrating the same victory. And so we are not leaving this body. <laughs> we are with that eternal mindset, looking to advance the same kingdom as you. And so we are just coming alongside you and advancing that kingdom, maybe in a different building regularly, um, but we are all um, serving together. And I, I pray, I've, I think I've told several of you this, that I pray that our two churches can be the most beautiful picture of what God intended the church to look like, what he describes in Acts, where we do not let walls divide us, where we come alongside each other and we do life together and we love well and we lift each other up. And I pray that our churches can actually look like that because if we're honest, we don't do that a lot <laughs> in America. We, we let silly things keep us apart and um, we put walls up, not just the ball, physical walls of the building, but we put other walls up in relationships. And my prayer is that that will have no part in, uh, in our partnership. And um, we are just, we are so excited and, and hopeful that this is not goodbye. Um, now that I've completely didn't follow anything that I wanted to say. Um, this place, again, I just want to say a couple, this place is so, so special and dear to us. It's where both of our kids were born. We had both of them dedicated here. Um, you know, I had baby showers here and both of their first birthday parties were here with like our families. And it's just, I mean, it's just such a place that we will always think of and look with like the most sincere gratitude. Um, I did want to take a moment and um, kind of read off. Uh, or I, want to, I want to focus on youth group for just a second. Um, we, this is kind of like to any any kids or young adults that are in here that were in our youth group. Um, I just want to say that I'm sorry that you're stuck with me because <laughs> um, God has just placed such a love in my heart for like literally. If you even attended one event or one Sunday evening with us, like you are mine now. I'm sorry. Like, I will always look at you as my child, as my kid. I will always be rooting for you. I will always be cheering for you. I will always be praying for you. My prayers do not cease um, for you, even though our regular time in ministry together might be coming to an end. So um, to any um, kid in here, I just want you to know that you're mine and there's nothing you can do about it. And um, also, the parents, thank you so much for letting us love your kids. I know that you have to take time away to like, you know, drive them to and from events um, every Sunday night. I know Sunday nights a lot of times are like, you know, you set that aside as time to kind of recharge and prep for the week ahead and you're having to bring your kids to youth group with us. So I do not, I wanna neglect the sacrifice that the parents have made to make our ministry possible. So thank you parents. Uh, we love you guys, and you guys have awesome, awesome children. Um, I also uh, just want to read off a list of special thanks to anybody who helped lead us in youth ministry. Some of these people no longer attend here regularly, but I still want to thank them um, because they, they were a big part of helping. James and I would be nothing without your guys' support. 
and I mean that with every ounce of my being, um, we have always had a group of adult leaders that were um, supporting us. So um, Jim Starkey, <laughs> he was like one of our first enthusiasts and was with us obviously until they went to Haiti. Um, Pam and Brian Allweiler, um, they, you guys, they have went above and beyond to mentor James and I, encourage us. Um, I like, I can't put into words what the Allweilers mean to us. They, um, they were just literally any, if there was ever an, a moment that I was discouraged about something, God was using them to encourage me, um, and just support James and I in like literally every aspect of life. <laughs> um, but they did serve with us in youth ministry as well. And, um, we are so thankful for that. Uh, Donna Shepard, she was awesome. You guys, some of you guys remember Donna, they moved to Indiana, um, but she helped like kind of start and lead our um, youth group worship team, which was really, really special. Um, Tim McCorder used to um, help us as well. Um, Jim Jameson helped at a few events and we are so grateful for that. Sometimes we just needed like extra drivers and he was one to quick to be able to volunteer for that. Destiny Sweetney helped us for several years and we were so grateful um, to have her. Um, and our current leaders, which you heard from, um, Kyle and Maria just were so great and such a um, important part of our like team leadership, just always like enthusiastic about games, helping us prepare games. And that is such a, um, an important part of youth group. Um, yes, we always share a message and obviously dive into the word, but like youth have to like connect and feel like there's like, um, you know, kind of like that family atmosphere. And so like having activities and events is so important to build those relationships. And Kyle Maria were like instrumental in making that happen in our youth group. So thank you so much to you guys. Um, and also to Josh and Paige Banks, they um, came alongside this this last year and they are just like the perfect duo for youth ministry with James, or I'm sorry, um, J James and I like recruited Josh even before they were married and he helped teach Sunday school classes for us for the youth when we were stretched a little thin with some things and his um, just, it's very evident that Josh has the gift of, of teaching kids and um, Paige helped in youth ministry for like her whole life, I think. <laughs> um, she was a youth and then she helped in youth ministry and um, she was such an awesome um, asset to our youth group as well. Um, just very intentional. She just is a natural with the kids and the kids feel natural with her and the kids love and adore her. And um, so we, we're just so blessed that they kind of joined our team this last year. I also want to thank really quick the anybody who helped watch our kids while we were in youth group. Um, truly, like we couldn't do youth ministry without babysitters. Um, so I want to especially thank um, Jenna Wolford, Sean Potter, Sarah Wilson, Pam Aweiler, Alyssa Taylor, and literally anyone who's in the Wilson small group that got stuck with the kids that night. <laughs> um, thank you so much. You're... Um, generosity in that it's not going unnoticed. Um, I also want to take a time um, really quick to thank um, Esther. Esther, as you know, is what leader of our women's ministry. And Esther has also just spoke so much life and encouragement to me. She allowed me to teach Sunday school classes, Bible studies, and allowed me to speak at the retreat. And I cannot put into words how much um, that allowed me to grow and progress and um, really just helped 
um, kind of solidify, I feel like my gifting in the Lord. And she was just instrumental in, um, encouraging me. So thank you so much, Esther, for those opportunities and for just your continual, consistent, intentional encouragement. So thank you so much. Um, I also um, want to thank all of the people in our children's ministry. Like I could literally be up here for an hour. So I'm trying to keep this really brief, you guys. I want to, I am just overwhelmed with everyone at this church, truly. I wish I could just name you off all by name and, and tell you why I appreciate you. But um, I know some of you would get really hungry because um, it would take a long time. So um, are you our children's ministry workers? Our kids are directly benefiting from that. Reagan is able to tell me the Bible story she learns every week. And I just, again, thank you, especially to um, Bethany, who is probably back there serving <laughs> right now. Bethany Callendine, I know, is instrumental in making sure that we have a children's ministry, that that area of the church is filled and occupied with adequate teachers and leaders every week. So thank you to anyone who has helped in that. And it's been such a joy for me to get to work with your little kiddos anytime I've been back there as well. Um, so truly, I know I said thanks a lot, um, but I truly hear my heart. Thank you for anyone who has served in any capacity in this church. I encourage you to continue to do so. Um, like I said, God has, I'm so excited for CBC's future. Um, and you guys are under one of the most passionate persons I've ever met <laughs> um, are with Pastor Sam and Addie. I mean, you can't have a conversation with Sam and deny the fact that he loves the Lord with every ounce of his being. And um, I have no concerns that this place is going to continue to flourish. And um, I just, I want to, you know, thank you guys as well. We're so excited for your new little family. And I already know that we'll be in constant communication. But thank you guys so much for allowing us to continue to serve. And um, we're just, it was such um, a cool process to watch, like, James and Sam get licensed and accredited together and kind of just, like, have another couple that was, like, in that same stage in, in ministry. And um, so I, you guys will just always be so special to us. And um, we look forward to collaborating <laughs> in the future. Um, but thank you for the, the deacons, the deaconesses, the worship team, first impressions team, the trustees, elder board, our security team, Sherry in the office, um, our meal ministry team, all of you who help make our grounds look nice and keep it mowed and weeded and all of that, like we just are so grateful for each of you. Um, and yes, and Matt, I don't want to neglect the worship team. Like I think I've told Matt like every, like all the time, not only are James and I like your biggest fan, but Josiah is going to be like, <laughs> Josiah might go through withdrawals. We'll have to play some of your, <laughs> some of the worship so that he can hear you. Um, we are, you guys, our worship team is so talented. I think we get spoiled because we get to hear them every week, but like they are, God has gifted them mightily. And it's so cool to see you guys use that in a way that honors him. That the worship set this morning was so wonderful. <laughs> um, that was really kind of you. So thank you so much. Just um, I can't. I just can't speak enough about how how wonderful our our, our time of worship through song is, and that is uh, because of you all volunteering your time to to be part of that. Um, okay. 
sorry, I am going to wrap this up because you still got to listen to James. Um, but his should be a little bit shorter because I covered a lot of, <laughs> a lot of our things. Um, I wanted to leave you with a little bit of encouragement. And I want to read it straight from scripture because where else, where else to go for better encouragement than that, right? Galatians 6, 9. Let us not grow weary in doing good. For in due time, we will, we will reap if we do not give up. Um, no matter what this future holds, because let's be honest, honest, none of us are really certain, but we do know that we're going to face opposition. And if we are seeking the Lord with all of our heart and are living in his will, the, the world is not going to like that, you guys. The world doesn't have allegiance to Christ. They don't know him they don't know his love. They don't have the Holy Spirit dwelling in them. And so when you look like him and when you're following him, you are going to face opposition. And I want you, church family, to know that don't let that phase you, you guys. Do not grow weary in your service to him. Do not grow weary in doing good for him because we have a hope that cannot be touched by this world. We have a hope that is great enough to literally spur on every step, even if it's through the deepest mud and the, the tallest trenches, we have a hope that is strong enough and consistent enough, and we are sure enough of it that it can carry us through any of that. So whatever you face personally, individually, or as a church, I just pray that you will not grow weary in doing the Lord's good because you truly will reap you will reap that that harvest i'm going to read um, a little bit benediction over you before i hand it off to james um, ephesians 1 18 through 19 i pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened so that you will know what is the hope of his calling what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints and what is the boundless greatness of his power toward us who believe. Thank you. Well, she was more prepared than I am. Right, Dawson? <laughs> I got to correct a couple things about Jerica. What Jerica said and Josh said, Jerica, I did terrible at the cajon. Yeah. It, <laughs> I remember Cassie took a picture of me doing that, and uh, it, it was bad. It was bad. Uh, also, we thoroughly enjoyed all of those plays and all the events that you had. I, seriously, I, I left there singing all the uh, Under the Sea and all that kind of stuff. I love singing all those songs because I wasn't a Disney kid, so I got to like witness those for a first time as an adult. <laughs> Uh, Josh Banks, you are just as passionate about that stuff as I am. Don't, don't think that he's any different. Last week, we went to Altitude Trampoline Park, into the game. We're playing dodgeball on the trampolines, and I'm on Josh's team. When there's several of us left, there's one kid that we don't know. He is not part of our youth group, probably 11 years old, something like that. Josh nails him in the face to knock him out of the game. <laughs> Everyone's like, somebody needs to check on that kid. We don't even know who this is. I was like, that's the definition of like a perfect way to end uh, the year on youth group is that one of the kids getting knocked out concussion. 
Uh, yeah, so, and also, uh, for some reason, uh, several of the leaders that helped with us in youth group decided to move to Haiti. Uh, I don't know why they keep leaving the country after they spend a little time with us. I don't know what the problem is. Uh, I'll, I'll, Cassie did cover a lot of things. I've just got some um, notes here. I wanted to share with you what God's taught me uh, during our time here. Um, one is never, never discount what small encounters can become. Uh, I think that in life, if, we, if I would use like an illustration of maybe a baseball field or something, because we, or a softball, whatever you want to call it, there used to be a softball field in the back of the property here. And I remember as a kid walking through the woods, and we would play over there. We'd bring our bats, and a um, few of us would pick up a game of softball. Um, I didn't realize it then or even a few years ago. I almost feel like now we're at this point where uh, Community Bible Church is kind of like a, a sort of a home base of sorts for us. There's so many good memories. There's so many important things that happened on this property. Um, and it all started with just me as a kid walking through those woods to come over here. Uh, one of the first places I heard the gospel was right here at Community Bible Church. Um, so I thank you guys for uh, always being there and being a presence in this community. So never discount what small encounters may become. Even, even a kid coming to play on the property or a kid coming uh, once a year to come to VBS, you never know uh, what could happen. Also, God fulfilled a calling that I believed in as a teenager, but it dismissed at some point as a young adult. And when I was 16 years old, I remember at uh, church camp, I felt a strong burden and calling that I was supposed to be a preacher and in ministry. And through probably ev events and circumstances that many of us have went through at church, you know, there, there was um, hurt and there was... Uh, Maybe you would call it maybe getting burnt at church or something. Um, and I got, I got lost because I was on the end that I had to leave and, and find somewhere else to go uh, as a young adult. And I kind of gave up on that idea of becoming a, a preacher or a pastor because I didn't have the credentials. I didn't, have, I didn't finish my schooling. Uh, I never got ordained. Um, and I kind of gave up on it until I came here. Even when I showed up at Community Bible Church, it was not my plan to be full-time pastor. Uh, we were totally content with even being here and just volunteering to lead the youth ministry, and I would continue my job um, at the body shop. But God fulfilled a calling that I believed in as a teenager, uh, but it dismissed through life's events. Um, and now here I am at almost 33 years old, um, now finally seeing a calling fulfilled as a, as a teenager. And also something I, I learned in all through that process is that, um, and I, I'm nothing special because I, I'm, just, I'm just a normal kid from Mansfield that I didn't have anything special per se uh, other than support from family and, and love. Uh, but it, I and you have value in the kingdom of God. It, each, each and every one of us have something that God wants us to do. Um, some of the ways that I've grown since coming here, and uh, this, this has all been kind of alongside Sam as well, but there's opportunities to lead in several capacities. Obviously, the first one is youth group. Um, also, being a deacon, never expected to do that. It just kind of happened. Uh, I could be wrong, Sam, but I, at some point, I was also involved in that transition from deacon to elder. 
Um, also, with technology, uh, I would not call the things that I've learned with computers, websites, social media, cameras, all that, I would not call that my passion, but it has been a skill that I've learned uh, kind of along the way, and I think it'll be a benefit uh, for, for ministry in the future. So that's something that was because of Community Bible. Uh, men's Bible study, I was able to lead uh, my first men's Bible study here. And then, of course, uh, preaching, getting the opportunity to fill the pulpit um, on occasion. Also, um, licensing within the CMA. Um, obviously, uh, Pastor Dan had a lot to do with making the connection um, to the district office. But that conversation had been happening for several years, even at North Woodbury. It just never seemed to happen. Um, but finally, when I got here, that process started and I, I'm finally licensed through them. Cassie already went over a couple things. Uh, she was offered opportunities to grow and, and learn as well. She assisted me with youth group. Um, in her, I say assisted me like it, it was like I was doing a lot. Uh, I mean, I, did, I had a lot of responsibility, but Cassie uh, is, is by and large her own um, person and uh, has relationships with the youth group that I could never have. Uh, like Mike said, we're definitely, or I think it was Mike, uh, maybe not, maybe it was Kyle. I'm getting them all mixed up now. We are definitely different enough that we can reach different people. Cassie is the lovely one. I'm more of the uh, direct and blunt person. Um, she's at, what I believe, Bible studies, uh, the Mom's Prayer Nights, retreat speaker. She's grown a lot since being here. And again, that's because of opportunities that we've had uh, to fulfill those roles. Uh, and I'm, obviously, I'm thankful for everyone that's uh, served the kids' wing uh, for. Uh, taking our kids in, loving them, taking care of them, teaching them and leading them. Um, like Cassie said, Reagan's able to recite some of the things that she's learned in class, and that is awesome. Um, the trustees, uh, Sam and I have a, a good time uh, during the week uh, watching those guys show up <laughs> uh, several times a week probably. Like, it's almost like, man, they, they just look forward to mowing and picking up, maybe you don't, maybe you hate it, I don't know, uh, but the, when the leaves come down, those guys are here, and they have done a lot of work to keep this place uh, nice and, and in shape. Uh, also, thank you to the uh, deacons that uh, interviewed me and approved my hire um, back 15, 6, 16, right? I get confused on what year that was. Uh, worship team, man, you guys are awesome, and thank you for learning a new song that Cassie likes. I like it as well. But singing, man, one of those childhood songs. How many of you guys know that song, Love Lifted Me? Does anybody, anybody raise their hand? Okay. All right, you guys are the old souls like me. Um, I have not heard that song. Uh, I think you said you sang, sung the song in 16, 2016. It's been a few years, and thank you for doing that. Um, when I think of worship songs, because I spent so many, so many years in a church that only sang hymns, they're special to me, um, and I really love those ones. Um, thank you to uh, the, my tech guys, uh, the guys that have taken over the video, um, and all you guys in the sound booth. I appreciate your help in doing that. Um, Esther and Pete uh, have been a very invaluable uh, friendship and mentorship for Cassie and I. Uh, and Sherry, I don't know how she's going to get along without me being in the office, yelling from my office and playing bluegrass music every once in a while, I don't think she's going to be able to make it. Actually, she'll probably be very excited not to hear me yelling. Uh, 
and, and Sam, thank you for, and I'll say this, um, because Sam and I were friends before he came on as pastor. Um, when a new pastor comes in, it's not always an enjoyable process for the other staff. Um, because you, but it was different because we already knew Sam. Um, Sam was very gracious in, in leading me as an associate. Um, and kind of allowing that freedom to uh, lead the youth ministry as I saw fit. Um, and, and even in this time of trying to figure out what God had for me, even presenting to the elders the, the opportunity to switch from youth ministry to men's ministry, and then obviously that, that was right about the time that God was working out the plans at Shelby. Um, but man, the, truly someone to, to trust and and seek God's will for whatever it was for his staff. Thank you for that. Thank you for the opportunity to, to grow in my um, leadership there. And then youth volunteers, you guys are great. Um, all of you, and I know Cassie already said a lot, but thank you so much because we cannot do anything without other people to surround us and um, allow us to lead, and that is something very special. I'll never forget uh, my experiences on this property. I don't, I don't know what God has for 10 years down the road for this church or, or whatever the future holds, but um, just know that no matter where I go, this church has a special place in my heart. Um, it, it is somewhere I can look back and say that's where God had, had groomed me and prepared me for wherever he was sending me. Dawson said that perfect. It's not that we're leaving, it's we're being sent. And, and I hope you see it that way. I hope you see it less of us abandoning, and I hope that's not the case. I hope that's not what you feel. I hope you see it as so you have supported us in a way for us to grow, and now we're at a point where we can be sent off as um, leaders. So thank you for that opportunity. I'll never forget all my experiences here. Um, I have hope that the, the future here at this church is great. Uh, one is you guys have love for each other, and that's one of the most important things you can have within a church, is unity within the body and love between brother and sister is one of the most important things, and you have that. And the second thing is the importance on Scripture. Um, you have a pastor that is very passionate about the truth of Scripture and is strong in defense of Scripture. And when you put that together with love and unity within the church, you guys will do great things. And the future of this church uh, has, has no problems um, in, in regards to that. So I have hope that this church will be uh, somewhere where another kid uh, or someone in the youth group could show up and uh, have an impact on them just like you did for me. I want to read my life verse to you guys uh, before I finish here. And it's out of 1 John. It says uh, in 16, and so we know and rely on the love, love God has for us. God is love. Whoever lives in, in love lives in God and God in them. This is how love is made complete among us so that we'll have confidence on the day of judgment. In this world, we are like Jesus. And in verse 18 is is kind of my life verse, it says, there's no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear 
because fear has to do with punishment. The one who fears is not made perfect in love. We love because he first loved us. Whoever claims to love God yet hates a brother or sister is a liar. For whoever does not love their brother and sister whom they have seen cannot love God whom they have not seen. And he has given his command, anyone who loves God must also love their brother and sister. If there's any final thought I would give to this church is don't think of yourself too highly. Um, be humble and just love other people. It's pretty simple, but it's can be difficult, but with the Holy Spirit, you can do that. And that's, my, that's what my hope is for my life. Um, and I hope that's kind of the impact that I've left uh, here at CBC.